Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, and YouTube. Everybody's still yelling at each other. While you're there, make sure to subscribe to 1080 The Fan, our YouTube page, and like the video. We have five likes this morning. We're building. We're building, baby. Brick by brick. By brick by brick. Brick. By brick? By brick. By brick. We have 910 subscribers on our YouTube page. Let's get to 1,000 in the go. next week or so. Come, Come on. on, people. We know you're watching. And we love you all. Keep arguing about resumes and who's good and who's bad. And uh, it's great. That's what we love about sports. Well, what's funny to me is sometimes we will, uh, I, I don't want to use the word debate, we'll discuss the rankings, the playoff rankings, mm-hmm. and you know how can this team be out of that team? And this team's done this, and that team's not done that. And I... From time to time, we'll get a text and be like, guys, none of this really matters because the season still has like nine <laughs> weeks left. And I, I acknowledge it, but yeah, it, it's funny wrong. when listeners say it to us and then the comments start going and this it's like, well, well, my resume. <laughs> what about my resume? Michigan hasn't played anybody. And you go, yeah, guys, yeah. this stuff is fun to talk about. We yeah. genuinely love this sport and stuff like this. So like, hard to complain <laughs> when people talk about it. Because you also talk about it. This is how we, we love arguing about meaningless stuff. Somebody's arguing at the text line now that the ACC is not even that bad. And it's like, what are we doing? All right. Um, oh, I wanna, I wanna, not that bad, huh? Yeah, somebody said it's, a, it's an old take. They're actually not that no. bad this year. They only have three teams ranked in the top 25. One of them is North Carolina, who lost to Virginia. Uh, Clemson College, not good. Virginia Tech, no. not good. Oh, no, it's not a good conference. Pittsburgh's awful. Wake Forest is garbage. Yeah. Virginia's terrible. Syracuse hasn't won a conference <laughs> game all year. As compared to the other Power Five conferences, it is easily the worst. Ooh. Yeah, I would take every other it's conference. It's worse than the Big 12? Yes. yes. Louisville, Florida State. I think Texas, the combination North Carolina of- are Yes. Worse than the three you can name from the Big 12? Well, I think Texas, Oklahoma State, Kansas, and Oklahoma are better than basically everything in the ACC outside of Florida State. 
Do you think Georgia Tech is a good team? If no. you just said no to that, then I have to remind you for the ACC, pro-ACC people, they are in third place in that conference. And they beat Miami, to which Anthony P1 uh, said at the text line, Mario losing to Georgia Tech and beating Florida State would be the most Mario thing of all time. That is Oregon Mario. That's him right there. We beat Ohio State two weeks later. We lost a 3-9 Stanford. He should jump at midfield. He's a me, a Mario. Lose to Tech in a game you should have won. Oh, Beat God. Florida State in a game you should have lost. I love it. Um, let me ask the question. So we were getting into some of the upsets. I, I am very excited. I have I, I do look at this weekend. I think we're going to get one of those crazy. I don't know if it's this weekend. I don't know if it's next weekend. Like We're due for a crazy Saturday where you're like, oh, my God, how did that happen? We know that there will be a loser in Michigan, Penn State, so that game's off the limits. We know that there will be a loser in Georgia and Ole Miss. That game's off the limits. Most people feel like they know who's going to win those games, uh, but you have top 10 teams-ish that are playing, so you will, of course, get those teams that lose. Is there anybody else that goes down this weekend? Do we have anybody else near the top that's circling the college football playoff wagon that's going to have the the wheel fall off, if you will? I'm I'm kind of keeping a close eye on Alabama to see on the road at Kentucky how much they blow Kentucky out, or does Kentucky drag them down in the mud with their offense? That line's only eleven, which has been fishy to me all week. Uh, yeah, I think it's fair to ask why Texas Tech is only a four-point dog with a backup quarterback at Kansas. Yeah, it's a weird one. Especially Lance Leopold. I I loved his comment. I don't know how true it'll be, but I love that he's like, I'm just gonna stay at Kansas forever. Mm-hmm. And I would say you're making the right decision, Lance. Yes, you are. You make some of the top. Money in college football. I know you're not top 10 or anything, but you make great money. No pressure. Probably have all your house and stuff paid for. Zero pressure because it's a basketball school. I've been arguing this about Dion. Why leave? Why why leave? If, if you're already succeeding there, the school is just going to give you all of the resources. Like, yeah, there are programs that are bigger and you got to leave, but... There's only a couple of them. I don't think there's as many. So, like, why leave? I love that Lance Leopold's like, nah, just stay in Lawrence. Dude, I got a good gig. I built this thing up. Like, why would you want to go start over somewhere? Because if you're getting hired somewhere, yeah. it's it's at a place that needs to restart. I don't I don't know if I go much further than that. Because, okay. like, Tennessee, Missouri, who cares? They're about the same kind of team. The other ones I would throw at you, like Tech- West Virginia and Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma's been stumbling lately. I don't, I don't know why they're favored by two touchdowns in that game. Their season is basically done. It's an uphill battle to get to the Big 12 title game. And I'm I'm not overlooking TCU That's the one a lot doing of people it to have Texas identified. because they're going Malik Murphy because uh, Quinn Ewers is still hurt. And there's a lot of chatter on the old Orange Bloods message boards. Arch Manning might be eyeing transferring. Ooh, they're t- they're concerned that he's not playing right away. Why is he transferring? Uh, well, it's just a rumor. It's just okay. rumors that he's because this is a. I think the Murphy kid's also a freshman. I think he's a redshirt freshman. He has not played very well. Uh, he has well. He got off to a good start and then did not play well against Kansas State, and they somehow won that game. But Arch will look great in Eugene next year. Uh, I would actually circle the Lane train free Arch. Oh, going to Ole Miss, huh? You got the family tie and Lane. Lane was like boombox out of his house professing love for that kid. So I, yes, he was. if he does transfer, I would be eyeing Ole Miss for him more than any other. Maybe Ohio State. But uh, the point is TCU. And, and by the way, not that it's a massive upset that would change much. Uh, Florida could get LSU. Yeah, I could see that I think for Florida sure. Florida can get LSU. Florida did not play a great game last weekend. And they got off to a rocky start that ultimately did them in against Arkansas, um, which cost them a top 25 ranking. I could see a natural bounce back here. I'm excited, man. I hope we get one of those crazy, chaotic weekends of just not 
It's, you know, when, when we go into weekends usually and we look for upsets, sometimes they don't happen. Sometimes in weekends where we say, ah, oh, nothing exciting is happening, that's the weekend that you get upsets. I just think we're due for one of them. I think we've been pretty close here the last couple of weeks. Ohio State's flirted with it a ton. We've mentioned Florida State. They've been flirting with it. Michigan finally plays a real opponent with a pulse this weekend. This is a, this is a big separation Saturday for me. Yeah, you love it now and you say that on the air unless your team's involved in it. Unless my team loses <laughs> and I hate it and the sport's stupid and I don't want to talk about college football next week. Never okay? forget 2007. <laughs> hey, 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 easy. Um, I want to get to a poll question here. I threw this out last night, and we always like I like doing these going into Fridays, looking at the lines for the weekend, and curious where people are at, because there's two big games in the Pac-12 this weekend. We've talked a lot about them on the show today. USC and Oregon tomorrow night, 730, right here on the fan, and Washington and Utah. you got two ranked teams in the Pac-12 that'll go a long way in deciding who plays uh, for the Pac-12 title, because Utah, if Utah wins and USC wins, Utah and USC are still alive to make the college or not the college football playoff, but the, the Pac-12, Pac-12 the Pac-12 title game. Uh, what if we had to place one bet this weekend? What would be our bet? You uh, USC plus fifteen and a half, Oregon minus fifteen and a half, Washington minus nine and a half, or Utah plus nine and a half. What's our one bet this weekend if we place it? Oregon minus fifteen and a half. Oregon, Oregon, yeah. Everybody, nobody's giving us a chance. <laughs> yeah, how long me? are you going to play that until they win a national championship? Really? Yeah. Mm. It'll continue. I, I just, I think Lanning, Lanning wants to embarrass every team, as every coach does. I think there are certain moments, like, I, I'm not saying they're going to hold USC to six by any stretch. Uh, there's no doubt he wanted to embarrass Dion in Colorado. Yes, he did. And this is a massive recruiting weekend for them, as is every weekend, I guess, with that program now. To be able to do that to USC is an is a hell of an opportunity. And so, again, I think USC... I will be a little surprised if USC scores north of 30 on Oregon's defense. Really? Yeah. Even I, with Caleb Williams? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's not an indictment if they do give up over 30. I just might no, read. I see your point. It's just yeah. a read. I and and I, I think there's a real shot here. Oregon, they scored 63 on Cal. I don't think Cal's defense and USC's defense is different. <laughs> we watched them play, and it was like a one-point gap. I think if Oregon can score 50 to 60, they will. They actually kind of scored 72 because they handed Cal a touchdown on a, a snap that hit a wide receiver's leg. So that yeah, kind of counts, too. You know, throw another touchdown on the board. Why not? They helped Cal score their only touchdown of the game or one of their only touchdowns of the game. Um, there was an article that came out in the OC Register about the recruiting rep- approach between Oregon and USC down south. And I think, to me, it's kind of the game within the game this weekend. Uh, this is, if you can go read Nimick's reporting on all this, there's a lot of people that cover recruiting. Yeah. Or Oregon is turning this into a massive. Massive, yes. massive weekend where there are arguably their biggest recruiting weekend of the year. And I think it's built that way all season. We all assume this is going to be a top 10, top 15 matchup. USC hasn't quite lived up to their end of the bargain. But Oregon, I think, has circled this game as their big recruiting weekend all season. And it actually helps them to have a night game because it's easier for kids to play on Friday night and then travel Saturday to get to the game. So it's allowed them to get more people on campus. And the OC Register piece was talking to coaches down there who were uh, a little questioning of USC's approach of, like, they come in with the mindset of we're USC, we can kind of get anybody we want in the L.A. area, whereas Oregon is always super aggressive and going after kids. And there's there were quotes in the article from coaches down there of, like, yeah, we don't really know if USC's into our players or not. Like, we think they're going to offer them, but we know Oregon's here and we're talking to their coaches on a weekly basis. And so their approach in recruiting is fascinating, and it's the game within the game this weekend. Can I tell you a quick anecdote on recruiting? Yeah. It, by the way, amazing that USC went through the same stuff like eight years ago, and they're back here again with a better coach doing it again, just assuming they get everybody. Yeah. 
Nemec tweeted out uh, like at a number two linebacker in the, in the country. I think is eyeing Oregon mm-hmm. as an option. And he goes, this, or no, it was a play, it was a local player, a kid from one of the local schools. I'm, I'm blanking on the name, I should have brought the tweet up. Anyways, he said, he had a commitment with ASU, I want to say, but now teams are sniffing from the Big Ten, Pac-12, SEC. Okay. And a link to the story, and I read the story. My first reaction to the tweet was, is he talking about Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA in the As Big the Ten? the Big Ten teams, or the, yeah. And Oregon State Wazoo <laughs> is the pac 12. Right. I don't know why, but I've already kind of done that in my mind where when you say 2024 Big Ten, yeah. I've already put the Northwest school uh, in in the Big Ten in my mind. And I get Oregon State, Washington State would not be on the same level as some of those other programs in recruiting. But I mentally said, oh, Wazoo, Oregon State, <laughs> Big Ten teams, Washington, Oregon. <laughs> I've already kind of associated them with their conferences. And I almost tweeted him. Hey man, I know what you mean, but like, are you? Do you mean this? But I'm like, it's too stupid of a question because I know what he means. But it's interesting that I had that takeaway reading it out loud. I don't know what you're talking about. Oregon and Washington have shown no indication they're going to the Big Ten, other than announcing they're leaving and releasing their schedule for next year. There's, they have not shown any indication that they're leaving the conference. So. Broke boys say what? I don't know what you're talking about over there. All right, <laughs> uh, let's get to Mike Jorgensen, the color analyst of the Oregon Ducks. What does he make of this weekend? The opportunity that lies ahead. We'll talk to him coming up next on the Fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Uh, we are going to spray the line coming up in 13 minutes. So get your fake sponsors into the Vancouver Ford text line, which is 503-864-6326. Have you guys finalized your picks? Everybody know where they're going? Uh, kind of. I okay. have like five that I really like. Okay. And uh, I'm sometimes on this. I like to write them down. Last weekend, I had them ready to go. Didn't even sweat it. Boom, boom, boom. Two in one weekend. Uh, this is a weekend I like a lot of games and action over-unders as well. And so I, it's hard to narrow those lists down. I got five. and Oh, you got five. You got to eliminate two. We need a Sprague pick eliminated. Yeah, that, well, well you know, whatever I give you is the uh, <laughs> the indication of where I'm going. I like throwing in a couple of bonus picks afterwards, too. It's always fun. 
Dude, if we if we moved it from three to five, I wouldn't be upset by that. It's the one thing Danny yeah. Dusty do that I'm jealous of is they go five. They and I it's know it's a bigger g- chance for swings that you could have a rough weekend oh, that really yeah. tanks your season or a great weekend that gets you back into the mix. Do a five and a weekend <laughs> yeah. for me and an zero for five for you. I'd be in first place. I think you'd be right back. So we'll do that coming up here in a moment. Let's talk to the color analysts of the Oregon Ducks, uh, Mike Jorgensen. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Jorgie underscore Mike. Jorgie He's getting ready to call a game tomorrow yeah, night. Hi. Jorgie, good morning, <laughs> buddy. How, how we feel? Feeling like I, you know, last week was one of those weird ones where it's like, hey, what the hell's going on in the first quarter? And then you look up and they're up by thirty at halftime. That went from uncomfortable to blowout in a in a rapid manner. Boy, I tell you, well, how the standards have changed too. You know, I mean, my phone was lighting up in that first half as to what 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 what, what about the kind of play calls? What's going on here? Where are these guys going to get it going? And all of a sudden you look up, yeah, it's thirty five thirteen at halftime. You know, people are still pissed off type of situation. And even coach was a little mad. And I, and I get it just because the game started so so funky and it felt like it was two st- steps forward and two steps back and you score four touchdowns in the first quarter and only two count and, you know, all these different things that happened. But, you know, sometimes that's the way it is. And and good teams, you know, like we're like Oregon is seeing on a weekly basis, a weekly basis, particularly last, you know, two or three weeks of the season with USC and Obviously, the Beavers and what they saw with Washington and some of those teams, you got to fight through situations like that sometimes. Sometimes it's not going to be all just smooth and every play works and that type of deal. So, you know, for me, I, I look at things like that that you have to fight through as a good problem to have. And when you come out with a win, that's the bottom line. Uh, Jorgie, I got a two-parter. The first part would be who who in your life knows what you do for a living and still says, I'm going to text him in the middle of his job. Yeah, during a broadcast. <laughs> that's a bold yeah, move, Jorgie. Yeah. Can, that's amazing. Can, can, yeah. can you name I, I, a name? I, I, can you give us a name? Like, who's the person doing no, this? I'm, I'm not going to reveal the names. <laughs> I get plenty of them, though, I'll tell you that. Okay. Feel free if you have... And feel free if you have my phone number to text me at any time during game two, especially dirt. I know you do. I so, do, yeah. You know. Jorgie will you send text me. text him during? I don't text him during the game, but Jorgie will sometimes after a big game send me, and I don't know if I'm the only one or if this is like a group chat, but I'll get like a deep thought breakdown. Like he sent me one out for the Washington game, and it was actually very therapeutic to read your text, <laughs> Jorgie, and to like kind of process that loss. It was an emotional time for me, and so I just I want to let you know that I appreciate those. Yeah, just thinking of you, just want to let you know that. So. Well, Jorgie, the second part of my, my, my two-parter here, the second part would be, do you remember the moment? Because in my lifetime growing up here, watching Oregon, Oregon State, it was like some years they were like, hey, this team's really good. And they're like, all right, let's watch the local team. And other years we were kind of conditioned to say, ah, oh, they're not as good, but they're okay. What was the moment when Oregon kind of broke into the stratosphere of the upper echelon of college football? Do you remember the gamer moment when the text got sent to you and you were like, wow, I guess I guess expectations have changed quite a bit with some of the fans. Oh, you know, I would say more on a regular basis, probably in the early 2000s, maybe 20 years ago, during Joey's time when, when things were coming along like they were. I mean, you know, I, I, of course, I don't think they were texting a whole lot back in the mid-90s, you know, <laughs> what I was thinking about. So I'm just trying to think when your cell phone started texting and that type of deal, but you know, I wanted to say it was about that time when you started to get that expectation where the expectations were high. And, you know, if there was a bad first quarter or a slow start to a game of that type of deal, people would be panicking because they just expected everything to be, you know, you score on the first drive or you make a stop and score on your first offensive drive or you win the toss and you go down and, you know, the different things like that. So it's funny how it works that way, but you know, it is what it is that you 
obviously I know coaching staffs and coaches and that's what they want to build towards where the expectations and the standard, as you hear Dan Lanning say all the time is the standards high and they hold these guys to a standard. And yet they've got to fight through some new challenges. We have it in life outside of football too, where you just got to fight through things and that's what they've been doing. So, yeah, it's a great perspective. Mike Jorgensen is our guest color analyst of the ducks at Jorgie underscore Mike on Twitter. You can go give him a follow there. I chuckled a couple of weeks ago during the coaches show, you and Jerry brought up bowl eligibility and how that used to be a big deal for Oregon to like get bowl eligible. And Dan Lanning looked at you like he were speaking gibberish of like, what? Who cares? What? Well, yeah, of course we won six games. Play a fun game last year. That matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's a pretty common thing. Let's get to the game this weekend, Georgie. I mean, all, all of us circled this one at the start of the year. And now you go into it. USC's fired a defense coordinator. They're limping in a little bit with a tough loss of Washington. Where are you at on this matchup? And just how, how, how dynamic and tough of a challenge is it to try and slow down a quarterback like Caleb Williams? Uh, well, that, that's that's the uh, to me that's the unknown. In every time you play USC with a guy like this, is you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, when Dan Lanning was talking about it this week on the coaches show, where you know you you try to simulate a guy like that, you try to basically have a, a scout team quarterback run around for ten seconds and cover for ten seconds. Uh, he just makes people miss. He makes it miserable, and, and you want to come after the guy. And yet, if you miss, he he can turn the play into either a, a 50, 60 yard pass or a 40 yard run with his legs because he's so quick, so strong, can throw the ball anywhere on the field. And so, you know, with USC, that, that's the thing about it. I mean, I, I can remember two weeks ago, kind of following the the USC Cal game in Berkeley, and you know, Cal would jump up by two touchdowns. Looks like they're going to gain control of the game, and all of a sudden, USC's up by a touchdown mm-hmm. you know, six minutes later after being down by 14 points. That's the way this game feels to me before we even play it, is there's not going to be a spot where you're comfortable until the game is over and you have more points than the other team does. It's just the way that it kind of plays out with these guys this year. They haven't played very good defense, USA, but they've played some tremendous offense. And the wild card is Caleb Williams. He makes it all happen. How good is Caleb for you all time? Um. God, I mean, that's, I haven't thought back all-time. You're talking about all-time USC or just all-time in the, in the league? Just in college football. I've, I've been thinking about this through the year, even with their struggles, and he still does things at least eight times a game where I'm like, good Lord, I've never seen somebody be able to do that. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say he's a, you know, probably top ten if I really had a, a chance to sit down and look over all the different quarterbacks that have played over time. I mean, any time – to me, you look at stats like his are, 3,000 yards pass and 28 touchdowns of four interceptions, given the lack of protection that he's had and yeah. the crap that he's got beat out of him against the Notre Dames and people like that. I mean, that's just unbelievable to me right there, yeah, that piece of it, because he just he's running for his life half the time. And he's a tough sucker, too, because he gets beat up in a lot of those games when people do get a free shot on him. But that's the thing about it. Not very many teams get a get a clean shot on them. Utah did the Pac-12 championship last year. They got a lot of clean shots on them and ended up beating them up pretty bad. It looked like Notre Dame maybe got two or three a little bit earlier this year. But even when you get to him, people don't get a clean shot because if he sees you, he can make you miss. Yeah. He can make you miss every time if he can see you. 
I, I used the analogy earlier. He's like that fly that's in your house. It's just really annoying. You can't get rid of it. And every time you try and swing yeah. at it and knock it down, you're like, ah, it goes to another room. And you just get your blood. You start to get angrier and angrier as you're trying to kill this darn fly. But you just can't find a way to catch him. Uh, last one for you, Jorgie. 730 game. How are, we, how are we feeling about a night game? First one of the year. And shorts or no shorts tomorrow? 48. It's going to be chilly. Jorgie, can I add, too? Do, do, you, do you take a nap for these late games? Do you have a nap time at some oh, point during the day? No. No, that's for old people. I guess I'm getting there, aren't I? Uh, you're young at heart. I was going to ask your age, you're but young uh, at heart. Come on, naps. No naps. Love night games. Love night games. I really do. I mean, this is the first one this year for Oregon, and um, you know, it's just there's a different energy, a different pop when the lights are on and it's at night, and especially with a team like USC in town, or you know, any of the top three or four teams in this league, if they came in at night. The crowd's going to be juiced in more ways than one, and it's going to be loud. It's going to be packed. I mean, it's fun. I love night games. And so, uh, yeah, I'll be ready, man. I'll be up early in the morning watching a lot of the really good games going on, and then I can't wait to get over the stadium. And uh, it's it's going to be a fun game, I'll tell you. You're just going to be on the, I think you're going to be on the edge of your seat all throughout this game, but just because of the way the USC plays football. Yeah, Caleb has the ability to do that to you. Well, there you go, Mike Jorgensen, the color analyst of the Ducks. Go give him a follow on Twitter, at Jorgie underscore Mike. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, Jorgie. Uh, Jorgie, it should be a lot of fun. Thanks, as always, for having on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, love being on with you guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. There you go. Great stuff. Mike Jorgensen, the color analyst of the Oregon Ducks. George Jorgie. I know, I kind of went George there at the hey, end. It's, it kind of, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He sent me a long text after the UW loss. I'm not kidding. I was, like, sitting in my house, depressed as hell, like, God, I hate life. This is stupid. And I see a text alert pop up. It's Mike Jorgensen. I'm like, oh, God, what is Jorgie? What did I screw? Did I do something wrong? And I'm like, it's just his his thoughts on the game. It was kind of like a paragraph for too long. And I read through it, and I thought, this is this feels really good. I like to read this. Uh, your inability to tell if it's a group chat or not is kind of concerning in 2023. <laughs> it literally shows you if there's more than one number on that conversation. If that's just a solo text, it's just... And maybe he sends the same text. That's to like, what I meant. Like, did he copy and paste it to a bunch of different right, people that right. are following, like, that are in the Oregon right. circle? I knew it wasn't a group text, but I didn't know if I was the only one that got it or not. He, he could be that person. I'm going to say no. He respects what you are oh, enough to say... I know Andy needs me. <laughs> he needs me in this moment. I can deal with this. Andy can't deal with this. He was around the dark days of Oregon football. I was not around the dark days of Oregon football. Well, that's why I was kind of curious, and I, I didn't want to just limit it to text, but like, what was the point of his life, whether it was text or no text, where somebody's like, man, those first two quarters. Not acceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> and he's like, we won the game by 10 or more. Like, I am curious when that transformation happened. It probably was around that time that Joey was kind of at the end of his career. Yeah, I love that people text him during games, too. That's hilarious. We get those. Sometimes people will call me during a show, and I'm like, do you not? Like, I work three hours a day. Three hours. That's all. You just have a three-hour window where you can't call me. I can call I'll call you back at 9.05. <laughs> Send me a text or something. I have a you? buddy in Korea, and I, I sent him something this morning at 4.15 <laughs> a.m., which is like 3.40 or 4 o'clock yeah. the next day. Yeah. And he responded and said, man, you're up early. I go, well, my show is 6 to 9 a.m. And he goes, I'm on my way to work. Oh, man, did they just make you start working that time slot? <laughs> like, thanks. He's not a sports fan at not all. A, I mean, yeah. he's like a, a pharmacist. Like, he has no idea of what's <laughs> happening in the sports world. Yes, yes, and I he am. is in Korea. He's in South Korea, and I also never 
I never want to talk about my job or what we do on this show, ever. I'm off the air. I appreciate people come up and say, hey, I like the show. That I'm into. Yes. But I'm not go to somebody's house. You know what I do, guy. <laughs> so, like, nobody really knows in my life when and what I'm doing. You know what I do? I'm a YouTube celebrity. I'm a YouTube influencer now. I think you need at least a thousand subscribers on a page to classify yourself as a YouTube star. Well, we are at 917, so All right. 83 of you streaming. I'm trying to get Pax on board. Finally, I told him we were on YouTube. Yeah, now you, know, he's you can see the old now man. Now he's YouTube. got that got his attention Oh, finally. YouTube. Okay. See what I'm saying? Like and your kids were 23? 22. 22 years. His kids 22, my kids 7 and 11. And all of those ages, what yeah. do they have in combined? You only matter once you get on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. We're now He's YouTube like, oh, celebrities. You're on YouTube, yeah. and he went and found the, <laughs> you know, show we did yesterday. He's like, oh, there you are. This hey. is not meant as a shot in any way, but no. like people that age or younger, it is a much bigger deal to come into your house and tell them I'm on YouTube versus saying I'm on the CW. Yes. Like I would be jacked <laughs> if we were on the CW. I am on the CW. I'll be on the CW in a month. There you go. But if you tell them we're on YouTube, oh, <laughs> autographs and photos. The WB? <laughs> to them? No. WB. WB. All right. Uh, get your fake sponsors into the Vancouver Vortex. Line. I think we can do that. 503-864-6326. Well, I can't because I'm a, I'm a WB star, so I can. You? Oh, well. I, I'm allowed to. I'm in the family. But like, oh, it's a Kevin Bacon here. There's only, there's no degrees <laughs> Six here. degrees of separation. Is that what we're arguing? Yeah. What's his wife's name? Kira Sedwick? Sedgwick? Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Yes. I'm Kira Sedgwick. <laughs> You're <right>. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> All right, let's do some gambling. We actually had a really good weekend as a show last week. Can we double it up? We'll see. We'll do that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. Spraggin' the line. See what we got here. Spraggin' the line brought to you by Dirt Cakes, so everyone can eat a cupcake like a somewhat normal person. That's not cake I want to eat, dirt cake. You don't want my cake? <laughs> Spraggin' the line brought to you by the balding caterpillar crawling on Sprague's upper lip. <laughs> well played, well played. 
Sprague and the Line brought to you by hashtag Fade the BetQL Best Bet. I thought Fading Sprague was cashing in. Dude. Are they having a rough go this year? Uh, they've had some five-star lock of the weeks that have not been close. That's still my favorite Sprague and the Line week of the season. Yes. When Swigard emotionally and mentally checked out of the segment and took the three best bets for BetQL and went 0-3. Swag went on. He went to Seattle for the weekend on a guy's trip. Yes. And instead of caring at all about his picks, yeah, he just stole an email and lost all of them. What <laughs> 3 Spring Live brought to you by the YouTube group chat. Like a Sprague pick, nobody can really follow along with what's happening. Hey, we're all friends. We're just uh, different communities. Spring Live brought to you by 19 straight runs. It was 19 runs that helped Phil Knight start Nike, and now Phil is spending millions to try and stop 19 <laughs> straight runs. You're damn right he is. He's going to spend a lot of money this weekend. You know, Oregon State has done a lot of good things for Oregon, like Thank create you. a baseball team, up <laughs> well, the defensive line, yeah, yeah. You know, care about sports. Ran out of gas there. I did, kind of, yeah. Spring and Line brought to you by Jonathan Smith laying the big wood on special teams. Still more reliable than a spring pick. Today I'm laying uh, the big wood. Maybe the most offensive comment of all time, given that he ran Atticus Sappington. Lay the wood, baby. 30 yards out. We had a great weekend as a show last weekend, everybody. We had a 9-2 and two weekend combined. You guys went 2-1. and one, I went 3-0. and oh. Here's what we hit on. Uh, I hit on the Eagles, minus a three against the Cowboys. The Bengals, minus a two and a half Sunday night football. And the Browns laying the wood against the Cardinals. Sprague, you hit on the Bucks plus three because the Texans field goal kicker got hurt. Uh, the Eagles, minus three against the Cowboys, and then missed on the Seahawks and Ravens game. Swag got backdoored by Purdue in the Michigan-Purdue game, but hit on the Giants and Raiders under of 37, and the Ravens minus the six against Seattle. So, season standings, here's where we're at. Uh, I'm at 19-11 and 11 after the weekend last weekend. Sprague's two and one weekend got you at fourteen and sixteen. I am fourteen and seven in the last twenty one picks. Yes, you are. I You're started out zero and nine. You did. You had a rough rough go early on, and swag twelve and eighteen. So that's where we're at right now. T box is mine after a three and zero weekend. Mm, I, will, I will. I will. I will. Caddy uniforms in my size. I normally root for people. I sometimes root against dirt on the weekends <laughs> because it's like this is maybe the most passionate thing he does on the show. <laughs> I love spraying the line. You want to win so badly. I love spraying the line. And all right, I'm not, let's uh, go. We gotta get go. I'm not taking these little fancy up. college lines too. All right. Uh, first one up for me. I've liked this game all week. I don't know if I'm irrationally confident, but I'm riding a heater. So let's go. 49ers are off a bye. They're healthy. I think. Where they're the best team in the NFL or one of the best teams in the NFL. And I don't think Jacksonville is in that category. I think this is a bounce back spot for San Francisco. Brock was on his farm. He, he was doing his cow thing, whatever the hell they do in Iowa. He's back, ready to play football. 49ers minus three in Jacksonville, pick number one. Who's next? Me? You, you. go ahead. Yep. You. Uh, I'll take Falcons minus one and a half. I just need them to win the game. Like Kyler's back, sure. Just, just win the game. And I hate Arthur Smith. Win the game. Atlanta Falcons, minus one and a half. I'm going to start in college. Uh, nobody's hotter <laughs> in the Pac-12. Here we go again. He despises Just your college picks. Again. I don't get again. it. I, I, Lay it out for me, sir. What's to do? Arizona. I well, I, I, picks Jeff. that our listeners can actually gamble on. That's the whole point of the segment, they but it's okay. They, they go, go to the casinos. Spirit, casino on yes. the way down to the Valley. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. start a little earlier. Yeah. Head yeah. over. Everybody's hit the do buffet. Make some picks. Hell yeah, brother. Go down south. Hell yeah, brother. It's a 7.30 kick. You got all day. Come on. Let's go. How much are you, how much are you laying on this pick? Huh? How much are you laying on this pick? What's the game, Swigard? Arizona Thank minus you. 10 at Colorado. Yeah. Give me some Jed fish. Oh, that fish smells good. <laughs> all right, pick number two. I'm going to go to Sunday Night Football. 
I'm not going to watch this game. I'm not going to watch this game. I'm not going to watch this game because it's going to be bad football, and I don't like bad football. What does bad football mean? Bad football means you bet the under. The Jets can't score on anybody. Their defense is legitimate. The Raiders (laughs) suck. I'm not getting fooled by last week. I love the under in this game. 36.5, I believe, is the number I'm seeing. I'll pull it up on DraftKings real quick to make sure I got the right one. And I'm locking in the bet, but I'm on the under of Jets and Raiders Sunday night football. Uh, I am going to go to a— 37, by the way, on DraftKings. 37. 37. 37. 37. I'm the only two. Not the Twitch. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to a uh, favorite here on the road. I know it's always a little dangerous to play that game, but I like it too much. I think the Lions are a better team than the Chargers. Ooh. I think they're a better team by more than three points. I think Roar Boys are going to be able to control things, and I'm sorry. I just I cannot trust bearded or no bearded Brandon Staley. They, they didn't play very well, and I know they won that game last week, but they did not play a very good game. Mm-mm. I think the Herbert finger injury is a bigger uh, detriment to his ability than let on. I'll take Lions minus the three on the road for a home game for Detroit. Okay, swag. Uh, I am going to make a pick on that game, but I think this is going to be your weird, wacky, what-the-hell-just-happened game in the NFL, and I'm going to take the over of 48-and-a-half. I think it's going to be back and forth. I think you can get punt return touchdowns. You can get all sorts of nonsense, and it might be the last team to have the ball wins. You almost scared me out of changing my pick because we <laughs> went head-to-head last week, and you absolutely obliterated he me. He did, yeah. He's got the bragging rights yeah, in the head-to-head does. right now. I was scared. You scared me. Uh, last pick for me, I have a, I try and have a philosophy of not gambling on bad teams, but what the hell, sometimes at this point in the season, you throw the steering wheel out, there's no rules that apply. <laughs> Tampa's at home against Tennessee this weekend. Tennessee is 0-4 on the road. Tampa, this is basically a pick They're favored by a point. Will Levis is going on the road. Tampa was embarrassed by a rookie quarterback last week. I don't think it's going to happen again. I don't think Tennessee is very good. Mm. Neither is Tampa, but give me the home team. They can win the game by a field goal. I'm on the Bucs minus one against the Titans. I like that pick. Uh, my final pick, I don't normally do this. I made a vow about four weeks ago not to gamble on this team anymore, <laughs> but most people who gamble know that you never really are true to your word. Uh, Dirt, riddle me this, Batman. Who won that Eagle-Dallas game last week? Uh, The Eagles did. Ah, but what was kind of the narrative about Dak coming out of that game? Dak could win a Super Bowl. Mm, So Cowboys off of a loss. Riddle me this, Swigard. Who's starting at quarterback for the Giants? Uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I'm sorry. (laughs) And if he gets hurt, Matt effing Barkley. Dude's been out of the league for two years and cared more about weightlifting and golf than football. I don't give a damn what the spread is. Cowboys are winning this game 34 oh, to no. 3. Oh no. Give me the oh, biggest no. possible wood you could throw at me. I'll take Today it. Today I'm laying the big wood. Cowboys minus with me. 17. I'm knocking on my genitals now. <laughs> That's Lay the wood. Wow. Danny DeVito on the road. <laughs> no thank you. Cowboys minus 17. That's some Greg Odenwood right there. Oh, that is boy. massive. <laughs> and you know what they used to call me in Seattle in my internship? The pickle sniffer, yeah. because I looked at Greg Oden's wood, and I can admit that I'm loud, I'm proud, I'm a taxpayer. I deserve to look at it. Okay. Cowboys minus 17. Uh, my final pick quickly, I think Joe Burrow's finally healthy. He was running around there quite a bit. I'm going to take the Bengals less than a touchdown at yeah. home against the Texans. Like it? You love it. Minus six and a half Bengals at home. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, all right, here we go. 
I am on, again, records. I'm 19 and 11. I'm on the 49ers minus three against the Jags. The Jets Raiders under Sunday night of 37. And the Bucks minus one against the Titans. Sprague at 14 and 16 is on the Falcons minus one and a half against Cardinals. The Lions minus three on the road against the Chargers. And the Giants laying the wood uh, minus, no. or excuse me, the Cowboys laying the wood against the Giants minus a 17. Hey, man, passion speech. Giants have remember. no wood. They have no wood. No, <laughs> no wood whatsoever. Wood. And Swag is 12 and 18. He's on Arizona minus 10. In college football against Colorado, the Chargers and Lions over a four. 48 and a half in the Bengals minus six and a half against Houston. Let me see if I have anything. Else I couldn't on find here. a line on Linfield Whitworth uh, for the uh, <laughs> NWC uh, championship down in McMinnville, but go Wildcats. Okay. Jay Swigert have a prop bet of a touchdown. <laughs> I saw one touchdown. of the coaches down there tagged you and Furness in a tweet. That's, He's our, trying to, uh, yeah. that's my former uh, high school partner, Brett Elliott. There you go. What, is who's that? The o- what does he- that mean? He used to uh, do high school games oh, with me oh, play here by at the play. fan. Play I, by play. Okay. He's now the offensive coordinator there at Linfield. There we uh, go. He's trying to stir up a little hornet's trying nest between Swag up. and Furness. Go Wildcats, huh? Swigard versus Furness battle this week. Wildcats yeah. looking to go perfect 9-0 and uh, let's do it. get their way into the playoffs. Love it. Uh, Sprague and Line brought to you by a recently new father reminding Dirt that what Sprague says about fatherhood is far more helpful than his gambling advice. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad. That's a, that's a true statement. Sprague and Line brought to you by Sprague's BZ4X. He can't give you a winning bet, but at least he has an electric vehicle. I'm saving the earth while making myself poor. Spring and Lime brought to you by filling a tiny Trojan hat with all of my successful Sprague picks. Poor Danny. <laughs> tiny little Trojan hat. All right, let's wrap it up next on The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There you go. Fist pumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. Shout out to the people who have subscribed to the YouTube page. We're up to 921, four at a time. <laughs> I saw a uh, Spring of Line sponsor in the chat that I wanted to throw in, too, from Kyle. This is a good one. Sure. Spring of Line, just like Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man, you can't see a Sprague winning bet. A That's very, a deep cut right there. Uh, deep cut. It's a very creepy movie. Very creepy. Invisible dude. I haven't seen that in a long time. The but bathroom I it. scene bothered me. Yeah, very uncomfortable. As a as a youth, it bothered me. I'm like, oh god, very uncomfortable. Uh, so shout out to everybody on YouTube. We love you all, and we love you if you're listening to AM radio or the HD2 radio. And uh, we love football Fridays, man. <laughs> we love football Fridays. Oh, you know, look, this is not to give more credit from one, for one than the others, but like seriously, shout out all the AM listeners. <laughs> yeah, that they're still going to the AM dials, and you still know. Stay- Still standing. I like my radio to cut out a little bit and a little bit of staticky yeah. sound to be with your voice. I sound a little raspy. I sound sexy on AM radio. I I, I know I've uh, brought up the car I have the last couple days. Uh, you'd be shocked to know there's no HD two signal in the car, so I'm really? still listening on AM. You don't have an HD two radio signal in there? That's I weird. might, but I don't know how to find it. It's a little confusing. I'm never read manual manual of yeah. car guy. It's I either of... figure it out or I don't. There's a couple buttons that it says. Like fast and slow, and I don't know what those do, and I never will. No, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Free ball, it went up. Hey, right now, if you text Nimrod 
to 503-864-6326. You'll be entered for your chance to win tickets to see Green Day at Providence Park on September 25th, 2024. And to the person who was texted in 37,000 times this morning, you're only entered once. So the number of texts you send in, it, has, it, just, it just pisses us off and it doesn't give you a better chance of winning the tickets. So stop texting that in. But if you haven't texted it in yet, do. Nimrod, 503-864-6326, your chance to win Green Day tickets. More details at 1080thefan.com. Boys, we got a fun we got a fun football weekend. Fun football weekend. Also got wait. some big basketball games this weekend. <clears throat> no? Is the play, are we doing the play-in thing again today? Is that a thing today? I don't know. When are we playing in? What do we got? Playing this. Play I got Pilots no. UC Riverside two o'clock Sunday. That's what I got. <laughs> That's what Swag's got. The playing is Tuesday. looking to go three and next oh. Tuesday. Okay, we're cupping it next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Cup yeah. check. Okay, we'll do our cup check segment next Tuesday. But you got Blazers Lakers on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, watch night that late, Sunday night seven p.m. Yeah. When that Sunday night football game turns into a crap fest. When my unders Dude. cashing, I'm going to be watching Blazers Hornets, and Lakers. Wizards, Pelicans, Rockets. Ah, T Wolves, Spurs. Wimby, I just want to see the Brazil Timberwolves eat another thing on Twitter. The Brazil accounts in sports are very weird right now. I think that's why I have so I'm getting a lot of those porn bot followers. I think it's because I'm watching those Timberwolves eating videos from Brazil. There's weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, going I'm sure on that's there, why man. you're getting yeah. porn bot followers. There's no other porn that's being looked at on my Twitter. <laughs> that will do it for us, folks. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the footballs, and we will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Colin is next. Listen to 1080 The Family. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.